Hey everyone, welcome back to Agency Hacker. I'm Destine, your co-host of this show. Today we are here with Emily Lenning, the CEO and founder of Blossom Marketing. How are you, Emily? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Glad to have you on. Let's get started. Awesome. What does your agency do and how did you start it? Yeah, so we are a full-service agency. We specialize in organic social, paid social, Google Ads, SEO, email, websites, <laughs> the whole the full gamut. Um, we also just launched TikTok ads, which is a new venture for us, so that's pretty fun. Um, yeah, so we started in 2017. I actually just started as a freelancer. Um, my aunt and uncle were actually my first clients that I um, gave a too <laughs> for social. Um, and then from there, I had other people reaching out. I was gaining some experience at other agencies and um, building my experience. And then actually in early 2020, about January, February, um, I had an old boss reach out at another job I was at and just asked me to cover someone on their maternity leave. And I thought oh, this is a great opportunity for me to go into it full time. Well, I have three months to kind of help um, get everything ready for that and build up um, money and everything to um, go into it full time. So once I decided to do that, um, we got pushed on something called Thumbtack. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that, but we've been um, on pretty much the first result of that for the last few years. And um, once we got on that, we were getting, you know, five phone calls a day and people reaching out like crazy. And so I was like, okay, I can't do this full time. Um, and so now we have um, 10 team members that help with um, implementing everything for our clients. We have account managers and specialists and graphic designer um, and a whole team behind um, working with our clients. So that's kind of a quick synopsis of our story. <laughs> it's amazing. I love your story. Thanks. You know, you mentioned that you started with freelancing. How was that experience for you? What did you learn just to bring that into like currently right now? Yeah. So freelancing on top of a full-time job is exhausting. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Um, I remember just like crying to my husband that I was so exhausted after, you know, doing it all day for an agency and then doing stuff on my own for clients. It was just a lot and it burned me out very quickly as I was, as I was growing and getting more clients. I just couldn't keep doing that. Um, but I, you know, it is nice to kind of have that flexibility as a freelancer, but um, compared to where I am now, I just love being able to grow that and um, have other people on my team to give opportunities to. It's been great. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. You know, you just to circle back, you also mentioned thumb something. What was that? Can you expand on that? Thumbtack? Yeah. Thumbtack, yeah. It's a website where you can actually find like, um, anywhere from like home trades, like plumbing or electricians on there to social media people or hairstylists. So um, that's actually, I think they rank on the first page of Google for like social media specialists or marketing people. Um, yeah. So that's what really helped us. And that's still a big lead gen for us too. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, you also mentioned 10 team members. That's a lot. When did you get to a point where you were like, okay, I need a team? Yeah, actually, step. yeah, when I was still, <laughs> when I was still not in it myself full time, and I was like, okay, I'm getting all these people. And I actually hired a business coach right away. And I still work, work with her. And she was like, you need to have people to help you like you can't grow by yourself. Like that's not possible. So she helped me 
figure out what a contractor was. I actually had a friend from college that helped me um, work with some clients and she did that before for other people. So she knew what to do. So she hopped in and helped me. And then um, we kept growing and hired my first account manager and then um, was able to scale from there. So it was like, kind of, I think, if people are freelancing right now, my biggest message is, and you're feeling overwhelmed, is get someone to help you. Hire someone. There are people that want to create posts and are creative and can kind of, you know, work alongside you. Um, I've met people that don't want to hire hire help. Well, if you don't, then you will probably be stuck where you are for a long time. <laughs> mm, that's huge. Yeah. Were you yeah. reluctant to hire for help or were you just, okay, maybe I need to shift some things around? Yeah. I mean, I think at every stage of my business to this point, it's always hard to know when to hire people. It's yeah. There's always some reluctancy of, is it the right time to hire? What kind of person should I be hiring? Should I hire an employee that comes with you know benefits and other things and, and more taxes? Or should I hire just a contractor? But does this job qualify for that? So I think I'm always a little bit reluctant just based on, but that's also growth, right? Like my business coach recently said, it's when you're uncomfortable and you're anxious about something because of growth, that means that's probably a good thing and that's probably you need it. <laughs> so um, I've tried to listen to that um, hesitation inside me personally of like, okay, I'm anxious about this. Does that mean it's because I don't think it's going to work out or I'm just scared of this next step? of like what's to come. <laughs> yeah, I can totally align with that. It's in those uncomfortable spaces that we're like, okay, wow, if I never took this first step, this opportunity wouldn't have come X, Y, Z. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Huge. Who would you say your clients are or how do you get your clients? Is it inbound, outbound, social media, ads, referrals? Yeah, we get our clients from a lot of different areas or ways. Um, Thumbtack, like I said, is still big for us. Um, a lot of referrals um, have been a big driver for us and part of some networking groups and chamber of commerce that um, we get a lot of referrals from as, a, as well as our clients um, refer people to us, which is always the best. Um, and so that's big. We're launching Google ads soon for ourselves. Um, that will be a driver for our clients as well. Um, we do get some clients from our own social media channels, which is great. Um, and then I'm pretty active on social as well. So people reach out through that. Um, so we have a couple few avenues of, of that. It's amazing. Do you have a preference with, you, said, you mentioned that you're launching Google ads. Do you have a preference of where to launch or is it Google has been the one that you've been using for a while? Um, yeah, I think, I think <laughs> for, you know, agencies, I think it's figuring out a location that you want to target. If you are location-based, if not, I would recommend finding one location because it's more expensive to target nationwide um, with Google ads. And also um, figuring out if like having it kind of on and off for when you need clients, right? That's always the good thing with Google ads is that people are searching for you and are going to reach out to you so, and you can turn it on and off when you need clients or not. Like if you're overwhelmed, mm -hmm. you can just turn your Google ads off. Um, I think for agencies specifically, they're better than Facebook ads or, or any social media ads probably because, well, it would be because for social ads, you're trying to convince someone they need your service right away where for an agency... You want to find someone who is like, I'm already looking for this person and they're easier to convince. Where social, you have to do a little more of that convincing because people yeah. aren't really searching for an agency. Yeah. <laughs> so 
um, I think definitely Google. And then we also have a pretty strong SEO presence that we're building on. Um, and so I think organic presence also builds a lot of credibility on top of Google ads. Mm, organic presence. I love that you mentioned that. You know, just to your name's Blossom, right? Blossom. And I just want to circle back to that. Why Blossom? <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that question. Um, so I actually started, like I said, I started Blossom over five years ago. And my friend and I actually started it together in our hometown. And we were going to local places and we we're coming up with a name. And I thought of this four word phrase of plant tend grow harvest and how like plants just take time to get to a, a point of harvest of planting a seed you have to tend to it that it starts to grow and then you harvest those results and the blossom part of that is like right before you get the fruit of like mm. all the strawberries for example it's you, the flower is the blossom part and then the strawberry is your harvest so we like to tell people that we, our clients, that we help them get to that point of harvesting results. So our motto is grow your brand and harvest results. So we help our clients get to that and then they will harvest the, the fruit of our labor uh, with their marketing. That's amazing. Thank and you. very much aligned because I think I just spoke on the recent podcast about just watering your seeds and then reaping the harvest. So that was very aligned. I love that. Yeah. I'm sure that your clients really enjoy that and they probably do and they see the fruits of the labor, right? Right. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing. You know, you also mentioned SEO. Would you say that's your agency's expertise? Um, one of our expertise is, yeah, um, we are really our bread and butter is social media, organic and ads um, that we work with our clients on. Um, and we work with clients from e-commerce to architects um, to interior designers. And we um, mostly focus on Facebook, Instagram ads, and then organic. But we do work with a lot of SEO clients as well. So we help build out their websites, add, um, work on their keyword rankings and backlinks and everything else. That's amazing. Has social media, just working with social media, with tech, just rapidly evolving, has it changed from the beginning of when you started compared to now? Oh my gosh, yeah. It, I feel like it's changing every day. I Something that we've been, well, it's funny. I don't know when this podcast will come out, but it's November right now and Elon Musk and Twitter is just kind of a mess right now. And so I have like, a lot of people asking like, What's, what do you think about Twitter? I'm like, just... I don't know. I'm no. just not a fan right now. <laughs> I I don't know. I I just like, you know, that's a whole thing. That was not a thing a year ago. Um, yeah. when we started videos weren't huge. It was beautiful curated feeds that were, were important. Yeah. Um, and so now we're like, okay, how do we get our clients to take videos and how do we encourage them and what ideas should we give? And we work with a furniture store and we send them ideas like, take videos of you putting pillows on a couch or like your Christmas decoration. <laughs> so yeah. it's like asking another thing that our clients have to provide, but it's also a way for us to collaborate with them mm. and um, also encourage them to be comfortable in having to encourage myself to be comfortable in front of the camera for reels and mm. uh, other things. So I think video is probably the biggest difference from five years ago with social. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just with reels and they're everywhere now. Now it's on Instagram, not just TikTok, but yeah. you know, have you have you had to just cultivate that skill of just the online presence realm, would you say? Yeah, yeah. So we have um 
we have learned how to make videos out of pictures a lot. <laughs> um, and also we have been working with a lot of local businesses here in DC. So I will go and take videos for them, like a restaurant group we work with here. I'll go and take videos. Um, and then we've also learned how to collaborate with clients of um, taking video or hiring people to take videos if they're not in DC or near our team, because our team's all over the country. But we just started working with a Peruvian restaurant in New York City, and they hired a photographer to take videos and pictures for them. And then they'll come in every quarter, take new pictures, videos, and then we'll take that to create the reels and everything. So Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's more than just social media. That's also locally as well. How has that experience been? Yeah, it's really interesting. It's um and yeah, so our team is all over the country. Like I said, I one of our team members is in Washington State and I'm in DC. So I tell people we're like in both Washington and Washington <laughs> DC. Um and then our clients are also all over the country. And so the photography and videos are the hardest part when you're not local. Um, and so a lot of times we'll provide suggestions if we find photographers for them. Um, we have a video team too, that will travel, um, mm-hmm. to our clients if needed. So we've, you know, collaborated on those, or we have some video, um, clients that we can work with, um, for a lot of our e-commerce clients, we actually have a photographer that in Minnesota that they will send products to, and she will take pictures for them every holiday or every quarter, or when they get new products, they'll send them to her. She has a full studio. Um, and so we collaborate with her on that as well. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> has your team been just kind of an anchor, would you say, which is helping you as an agency owner just navigating and just it getting easier a little bit, would you say? Yeah, yeah, I think so for sure. I have a really amazing team that um, is really eager to learn, which I think is really important to stay on top of trends like GA4 next year, Google Analytics 4 is coming out. And so one of our team members is researching that this quarter. Um, one in, A couple of them are getting trained on TikTok ads. Like we're always staying yeah. on top of trends, which is super important as we grow. Um, and also just processes is huge in, in developing those. And so the team is really awesome at helping to create those processes. Because when we find a place where we're stuck and we're like, okay, this isn't working, like our project management system right now, it's not working. We have Mm. all of these holes that we need to figure out. So the team is really awesome at helping us figure out, okay, where do we need to better this at so we can keep growing? And everyone is wanting to help grow and work together. Yeah, that's amazing. It's really just who you're around, you know. Can you expand a little bit more on the processes that you mentioned? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we um, are always improving our processes. I think I, I tell myself one day we will not need to improve our processes and we'll just figure it out. <laughs> so we'll just like find our processes and then we're there, right? And we'll keep yeah. scaling. But I think every time we scale we have to change our processes because the processes we have now probably worked for who we were a year ago. And then Mm. in another year, the processes we're developing are not going to work for where we're at now. So um, we are always having to update our processes for how many clients we have, how many team members we have, what services we're offering. So that looks like um, our onboarding process for clients. Is that working well for where we're at? Or do we need, need to expand on that? Is our, strategy process working well, where we create a strategy and present it to our clients. Mm. Is our invoicing system out of date? Do we need to update that? You know, it's like Mm. every aspect from kind of our internal operations to our deliverables to our team management 
is always needing to be improved or updated in some sort. Um, and I have a director of operations that really helps with a lot of those SOPs and developing those too. Yeah. That's great that you've had that support. And as you mentioned, the director, it's just always in the details, it sounds like. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What would you say you're currently learning right now to just level up your agency? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> um, I think right now what I'm learning is to, I guess, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like I mentioned earlier, it's mm-hmm. We're going through a growth stage right now. And I think anytime this happens and it's like kind of happening really fast or we get into, we, you know, have a hurdle or something, I just kind of, I'm uncomfortable, right? I just don't want to go through it. I'm like, oh, this is like not very fun, Mm -hmm. but we have to learn, okay, what's on the other side of this? It's going to be great. And you know, I've been on the other side of this before and um, something I've been working my business coach on is like entrepreneurship and business ownership is not like a straight up and it's not just straight across it. There are, you know, these valleys and peaks. So it's just being comfortable when there is that valley and also being prepared for it when it does come and knowing that, okay, this is going to happen. So how am I going to be prepared for it? Um, And I think we were pretty well prepared maybe for not necessarily a valley right now, but like kind of some changes that are going on. Um, Yeah. So that is something I feel like I'm always learning, but definitely right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's there's so many valleys and peaks and just not just as an agency owner, but in life as gen- in general, right? Right. Yeah. But that's so important, just being able to just learn through your growth and you'll just be ready for the next expansion that comes. You know, can you walk us through just your journey through 2020? Did it have a big effect on your agency during that time? Yeah, yeah. So we um that was actually kind of when we exploded so that was when a lot of people were realizing okay we are having to go online i don't have a website that's functional i'm not on social media i've been meeting people in person i've been doing things old school and that's not an option anymore (laughs) so we had a lot of people reaching out with needing websites and needing wanting to go like a lot of fitness and wellness people going online that never really had before and doing online fitness Zoom workouts and yeah. um, webinars were, blew up in 2020. Yeah. Um, so we helped a lot of people with webinars and downloads. And so um, that actually helped us grow a lot in the sense that everything went online and also was made it easier for us to work with our clients because we were fully remote before COVID. Wow. And then wow, all of our clients know how to use Zoom, which is how we work. <laughs> so <laughs> that was kind of a learning curve before that. Like, I don't know how to get on video calls. And now everyone knows how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Have, have relationships changed during that time just with transitioning to just only, you know, digital and just with the changes within your team, would you say? And clients? Yeah, um, I think that relation so our team like I said was always always remote and we have about maybe twice a year we meet in person um to help with the just relationship side of like meeting in person and having that contact um so but we weren't able to do that until like April 2021 so a few team members were you know with us for over a year and we weren't able to meet in person. And so after that, we're like, okay, we actually know each other better now. And we know like, you know, 
people's That's mannerisms cool. better and, and all those things, which is great. Um, for clients, um, yeah, it can be hard. I love to meet clients in person. Um, and so I, I do that when I can, but our clients are all over. So that's really difficult. Um, yeah, yeah we do like to show our clients gratitude. Like this week, um, we are scheduling out gifts for Christmas for our clients and we're sending out you know, giving cards and, and things. So making sure that we're also having other points of contact with our clients besides just our Zooms and emails and texts, but also we send them welcome gift and other things too. So that's amazing. You know, it's really also good to hear that you exploded during 2020. Mm-hmm. A lot of other agencies, you know, maybe it was the opposite of that. So that's great to hear that, that you know, that you were able to do that. Would you say that you could see yourself as an agency owner in the past, like 20 years ago or three, you know, whatever it may be? Like, did you know that you were going to walk down this path, would you say? Um, Great question. I... I feel like I, I knew I'd be an entrepreneur. Um, I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. My grandparents and my dad and my great-grandpa was an entrepreneur. And so I grew up around that flexibility, I guess, of like mm-hmm. the growth. Like, okay, there's really no limit of what we can do. Um, we can work from home if we need to. Like that was always important. Like I grew up around that. And so yeah. my first corporate job before – long before COVID, it was like, you can't work remote, you have to take PTO and you only get two weeks a year. And I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) All my my family is going on vacation for a week and they're all working from home because they own their own business or like Mm. phone calls or do whatever they need to do. And I have to take my one week of my two weeks and then I won't be able to come home for Christmas. So it was kind of like, yeah. No, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> so yeah. I, um, I, yeah, I, I always knew I wanted to start my own business, especially after that first corporate job where I was like, this is not a good fit for me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then also I've, I actually just posted a reel today about, um, I always was an entrepreneur. I had lemonade stands growing up. I always Aww. did everything you can imagine as a little kid to make money. Um, so that's always been my spirit has been an entrepreneur so that's amazing I call it like the entrepreneur entrepreneurial spirit and you know once you have it you just keep going with it and you'll 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 reach the the mountaintops <laughs> yes. say. yeah what would you currently say you're most proud of right now in your journey yeah um I think I'm most proud of just our growth and the amount of people we've been able to reach and help their businesses grow yeah I think you know our whole goal is to help businesses get to the point where they need to hire more help in their business and they are getting more sales themselves. And so I'm always love when we can see, you know, our clients that grow from maybe a few thousand in sales a month to, you know, a million sales in a month. And we've seen that with clients before. And it's just amazing yeah. to see that growth with them and to really change their lives because of our efforts too. Yeah. Um, and also employing people is like huge for me. So we also support um, a lot of military spouses and moms and our team is all women. So that's really important to me oh. is to provide those opportunities to women that, um, you know, you can pick up your kid if you need to at three o'clock or if your kid is sick, you know, we have that flexibility. Um, I'm also a mom and a military spouse. So that's really important mm-hmm. for me to provide that for our team too. That's so amazing. You know, it just speaks to integrity, I would say. Would you say that's one of your core values in your agency? Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
That's amazing. On the flip side of this, what would you say your biggest rock right now to move on your journey to seven figures? Yes, that's a great question. Um, I think it's like I said, the processes earlier. Um, I think it's being able to scale and handle um, the clients we have with the profitability margin we need. Um, Mm. I think that's every step of the way to get to like, you know, get past the 10,000 months to get past the 20,000 months to 30. Like, what is that like hold? And it's generally there's something holding us to take on more clients and to do it well. I don't want to just take on clients and not give them the service that we want to provide. So how do we handle more clients and get processes in place to get them results while also being profitable for ourselves? So for us, I think that is just our internal processes. Probably our project management system will help us <laughs> um, that we're updating soon for that to making sure that we're not spending time, you know, putting in a lot of time into our time tracker and and maybe where some places we need to free up uh, our time. That's amazing. Just all within the systems and the details, the minute details that matter that create yes. a big impact. What would you say was a skill you had to just cultivate over the past few years working online and just leading a team? Yeah. um, I think confidence has been the biggest thing for me. Um, That's actually my word of the year was confidence. Um, And just, I think coming across in your online messaging over Zoom, over emails, everything in confidence and who I am and um, what I believe in is really important. And standing my my ground on my values is really important. And I think just with COVID and everything else, I don't know if it was just like also having a baby in COVID. It was kind of like, oh, like you know, like what are what are my values? Like mm-hmm. I just kind of had to rebuild that confidence this year. I see. I love that. I feel like it's a continuous. Just skill that I'm I'm building as well. You know, yeah. would you say that you value home life and just people having lives outside of the workspace? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely yeah. for sure. Yeah, we um we have flexible PTO or unlimited PTO at Blossom, so that's really huge for our team is to have that balance. Um, and also we provide most holidays um paid off as well, and also um you know, working with our team when we need to, you know, I have to get my daughter a daycare every day by four o'clock. So it's Mm -hmm. that flexibility. And, you know, when things come up too, it's important to have that balance. And also, um, I always encourage my team every year to take at least a week off. That's not a holiday (laughs) break to, you know, in the summertime, probably every week someone's off, you know, on vacation or taking time away. Um, So that's really important to us. Yeah, it's so important. It just brings up the conversation of wellness and yes. and it, it deserves a conversation. It deserves a space and just the agency owner, you know, yeah. world, you know. Yeah, it's really hard to have that um, that balance too. I think that's something I'm also working on is that balance between like turning off my phone and not look like I started like deleting my Gmail app on the weekend. And, really, like, that's smart. Like, having that on my phone and like just because I you know I'll have maybe clients email me on the weekend and then I jump right into it and then I get into that mindset again where I'm like no I need to rest if I don't rest I'm just going to get burnout Mm. and then it's just not going to end well (laughs) so you know I need to have these boundaries and it's hard when you're the owner because you think you have to be on 24 7 but Mm. I met another agency owner once she's like what we do is important but we're not making water like we're not doing Mm. something like you know, like it's okay to take to not respond. Absolutely, like, one minute. 
So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I needed to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I even have like time limits on my phone, of course. And, you know, you've been on this for more than you've needed to. So just get off and things like yes. that. It's so important. <laughs> we have like an easy access to just the digital world now. So we have the yeah. world, world at our fingertips. So it's so important to just work-life balance, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's hard. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Have you had to be selective with just picking your team in the past or currently right now during your journey? Yeah, definitely. Um, For us, being a culture fit is really big at my agency. Um, Being a cult, like as in really valuing um, our growth and their personal growth and really making sure that they are going to um, be good communicators with our clients and each other is huge, especially being fully remote. And we don't, you know, we get on Zoom, but we're not on Zoom every day with each other. So that communication piece is really important to be on our team. So we have a pretty extensive process for our application now. um, And a lot of questions that we ask when people apply um, before we even screen them because we're pretty picky about our team members. (laughs) Yeah, makes sense though. Do you just prefer to have your team members just align with the same values as you, would you say? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Do you have any last advice for agency owners or your peers listening to this? Yeah, I would say keep going. Um, It gets hard and it will most likely always be difficult, um, but the rewards are amazing and the people that you're able to help. Absolutely. Just this conversation of service-based industries and it's so important. How can people get in contact with you? Yeah, they can find us at blossomdigital.com and you can follow us on Instagram at blossom.marketing. And we're also on LinkedIn and Facebook under Blossom Marketing. Awesome. Thank you so much for your conversation today. It's been insightful and I'm certain the listeners will enjoy this. And yeah. Thanks for having me.